Welcome, everyone, to the next edition of The Spinsters Get Current. Jess, what movie were we talking about today? We are talking about a very new film, which is very unlike us, but we are talking about the film from 2022, Fresh, that is available for streaming on Hulu and Disney+. The women in our parents' generation, they just... They were more into femininity. You know what I mean? Because mm. I think you would just look great in a dress. You but I mean, it? if you were... Pretty much done, actually, thank you. If it's cool, I'm just gonna snag these leftovers. I wanna know how you do it, Molly. Do what? Dating people. No, no. You do not need a man, okay? So don't play the games. Just be you, straight out the gate. Do you live around here? Because I, I live on aisle six. That was terrible. It was kinda terrible. What's his Instagram? I wanna stalk a little bit. I have one. Say what? Yeah. Oh no, see, that's, that's shady. Let's play a game. Tell me something you don't want me to know. I hate this. Okay. <laughs> we all our hopes of finding happiness through someone else. Yeah. Girl, you are all digmatized and I haven't even seen this dude. What's going on? I'm gonna tell you, but you're gonna freak out. No, this isn't happening. Yeah, it's happening. No games. Know what you wanted? about giving, giving yourself over to somebody, becoming one forever. That's love. Fuck this shit. It's a straight girl's fantasy come true, right? Yes, it was directed by Mimi Cave and written by Lauren Kahn. So I looked up both of these people and I haven't seen anything else from them. This seems like it's their more like mainstream, prominent uh, movie. So that's exciting. This was Mimi Cave's uh, directorial debut. So her mm-hmm. first film that she's ever done. And yeah, definitely written by Lauren Kahn, which was finding out that she was actually a horror fan herself and that she mm. actually wrote this film to appeal both to horror fans and to non-horror fans, which I could definitely see that in yeah. in the way this film is packaged to viewers. Like, and the fact that it's on Disney Plus also makes me feel like it's like, okay, anyone yes. can enjoy this. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a really, really, really good point that it is easily digestible by the masses. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> no. Oh, absolutely pun intended. Um, all right. Well, why don't we start with, you know, our likes and dislikes and get into talking about it. So I think I remember seeing that either you loved it or you really enjoyed it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I'm kind of torn on like the loving it because there is an aspect of this film that I disliked almost instantly from the beginning and it's both a like a like and a dislike which was the trope of a serial killer playing upon like women who don't have families and who are considered easy prey Mm -hmm. like when I saw that coming and it's like oh dating app meeting a serial killer that's pretty strategic and also my worst nightmare like literally that's what (laughs) kept me off of dating apps for so long was to be like I'm gonna be the Ned the next Ted fucking Bundy which Steve is essentially yeah um, (laughs) Ted Bundy a little bit Jeffrey Dahmer because he eats people yeah so it was like very like 
it was very on the nose for that trope. And the only difference that made it different was that, like, oh, he eats them. Like, and then he's, but he doesn't yeah. eat them himself necessarily. He cannibalizes women so that they can be sold to the richest of the richest, you know, and yeah. that's a big, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, commentary on the, on classism and social classes and women and men. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so likes. I, I I would say I this would be a classic Kelly thing to say, but I thought this movie was very fine. <laughs> it was very okay. It um, was fine. It yeah, it was fine. I mean, I thought the acting was great. Like everybody did a great job in the roles mm-hmm. that they were playing. Uh, Molly, the best friend, was probably like one of my favorite characters and favorite aspects yeah. of it. Yes. Also, the fact that she says that um, the line at the end. Uh, no, there's like a lot of really great lines. She says so, so many great lines. Like I remember like making notes of each of her lines. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was more that she said uh, that. Oh my god, what is the protagonist's name that I did not write down? Noah. Thank you, Noah. Yes. Yeah. Um, that she's been dickmatized because I <laughs> love that term so much and like Literally. that's very relatable. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like in this movie, you're like when I saw this movie, I'm like, okay, so Kelly is my Molly and yep. I am Noah. I, I will be the one who ends up with a serial killer. <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> and yeah, Kelly will have to come save me. <laughs> I feel like we could kind of go both ways in this because you mm. wouldn't do what she did, whereas I'm more apt to put myself in a lot of very risky situations and somehow still make it out alive. So I'm True. more apt to do that. Whereas, <laughs> you know, Molly being... I, and it comes back to, like, she being a woman of color, and she's just like, no, this is a dangerous situation. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. think you should be going out of town with this man you literally just met. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, I don't think I would necessarily go out of town, but, you know, I put myself in some scenarios that... But she has the she has the sassy, she's very, she's a modern woman, she understands the dating scene, she's bisexual, yeah. and she's, like, yeah. she's more experienced than Noah, and she knows what yes. she wants, and she's like, it's yeah. just sex, it's just dating, and also, you don't need a man to define you. I love that, like, beginning yeah. montage with the two of them with the kickboxing and she's like fuck Disney princess fuck Prince Charming I'm like yes you know yeah yeah I feel like Molly is the she's like the seasoned person she's the seasoned woman who's done a lot of dating around and yeah being bisexual there's a lot of experience there with different types of people uh Noah seems to be seems to be straight anyways and dating straight men is turning out to be an absolute nightmare. Um, I can uh-huh. attest to that relatively recently. <laughs> um, but she's also maybe looking for love. You know what I mean? She's more yeah. in that that space mm. and that uh, that headspace for for why she's out there out there dating. Yeah, Molly was was really great. Um, I mean, I like the general premise, but I think you kind of started kind of hitting the nail on the head a little bit, but I don't, so I don't, like, though I liked the premise, I don't think it's wholly, like, super original. Um, a lot, I felt like a lot of it was pretty predictable. Um, so that's, you know, an aspect of what I thought was very fine about it. I mean, the comedy I liked, um, again, another good line, like, the dialogue I thought was quite good, quite mm-hmm. clever, uh, at times, but the cheers to dead parents when, um, Steve and Noah are, were hanging out and I was like yes oh my god that is that is a Kelly thing to say <laughs> yeah <Kelly line. laughs> yeah it's just like they're just bonding over it oh let's just laugh about it I've also done that in an old sin and tonic uh episode about cheers to to dead wives I was gonna say that I'm like I've also seen yep. heard you say cheers to dead babies so yeah <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> just too. cheers to death but only to mine 
That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the very, very end, like the very, very Mm. end scene from Chad, I was like, I was like, screamed. At the TV, screamed at the TV. <laughs> you up? Like I? Oh yeah. Could strangle him. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I mean. Like I could see why you would enjoy the aspects of the modern dating stuff. Like really, like nailing it on the nose about the, just the whole modern dating scene and just how apps work and how guys are and stuff like that would be like I could yep. see you. Why you relate to that? I'd be like, oh, this sounds very familiar, you know. What uh, what other types of things did you like about it? So I liked a bunch of things. I enjoyed the music of choices of mm. this film. It was just very interesting and cu- like curious to see these types of music. I always like in these newer films what type of music they come to bring in to help mm-hmm. pull the story together. And I yeah. really love the scene where "Thank You for Being a Friend" was playing. Um, it was oh, weird, yeah. but it was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a lot of really cool, like, camera angles that were mixed in with a color and cinematography that I really liked that made it um, feel a little more realistic to me, especially, like, the scenes where, like, uh, Steve and Noah at the bar are talking, stuff like that, and you can tell it's, like, flirting, that they're trying to, like, emphasize the idea of, like, flirting back and forth between them. Yeah, I really enjoyed that there was a diverse cast, too, um, on the, op- like, with Noah and Molly and Penny and Melissa, like, there's the, there was mm-hmm. that diversity among them, and because I really thought that was important in showing, like, the dangers of heteronormativity, you know, cis white man, white wife, blonde, and everything, like, I have a whole thing mm-hmm. about my topic about that, but, yeah, I just... I enjoyed a lot of elements in this film that I just thought were cool and different, and mm. I got a dick-biting scene, which I'm always looking for in these types of films. When it happens, I'm like, yes, it fucking happened for once. Um, yeah, and I also like the less is more aspect of it. Like, because mm. I was reading about how the surgical scenes that were happening with uh, with Steve, with the women, he they were talking about wanting to show more of that, but the director decided mm-hmm. not to do that, and it actually works well in the favor of the film because I felt it just made it more gruesome in my mind. Like, I know mm. we've seen, like, more gruesome stuff, but just, like, the idea of, like, Noah's butt being cut off, that was just like, oh, that, no, that's very yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, no I, no, I can totally understand that. Yes, yeah, sometimes less is more, just using our imagination to see what it would look like you know it's interesting that you say that um so like I said I didn't really like care that much for this movie um and I, I read a couple of reviews and one reviewer stated there's the feeling that Cave is holding back for some reason, refusing to go to the setup's darkest possible recesses. Mm. It feels a bit ex- exploitation light, ultimately, lacking the schlocky follow-through that might have helped it stick to the ribs. Cheeky. And I absolutely agreed with that, because that's that's like, I felt tonally it was kind of just, either I wanted it to go more comedic mm. camping, or go darker, yeah. go go more gruesome. So it's like it's almost like it's light. Yes, it's like cannibalism light, um, horror light, comedy yeah. light. It just could have gone deeper. I feel like it because she could they could have gone a bit further with it. And I think that's more of like a personal preference too. Like I would have liked to have seen maybe a little bit more of the surgery stuff. Um, or yeah. I like a good campy horror comedy, so if it was a little bit more of that, I could get behind it. That would, you know, play better with the music mm-hmm, styles mm-hmm. and the genre that they use and the dancing scenes that apparently people really love out there in the horror <laughs> community. Then maybe I would have, like, got mm-hmm. into that a little bit more, but yeah. it didn't, it just didn't really 
give me that punch that I was hoping for. Like it's like if it's about cannibalism, like I want either gonna go super cheeky and it's like Santa Clarita's diet, which is like super horror comedy campy. Yeah. So, you know, Sheila is a zombie, hence why she's killing and eating people. But like we could have gone with that because I love yeah. Santa Clarita diet. So, you know, we could have done that. What what do you think? Um, I agree with you in the sense of like because we have you and I both know we have seen where it could go like if they decide to go the really campy route we're like yeah cool we love this and we know if it goes like the really extreme dark horror route then we know it could get darker and be more gruesome and that could appeal to us but I liked that there was a balance that they really Mm -hmm. tried to balance up the campy and the extreme dark tone to it because it's really dark the and really make more of um, a satirical not a satirical comment, but like a, co- a social commentary about modern dating. About you know, I when I was sat down and thought about this film, four th- uh, four themes came to mind, which was you know modern dating, the realities and fear of being a woman, mm-hmm. this whole idea of sisterhood. So like women helping women or not helping each other out, and then literally mm-hmm. the the patriarchy cannibalizing women to the to the mm-hmm. point of literally eating us alive mm-hmm. to sustain themselves, right? And yeah. That's where I think... So I feel like this film was trying to bring both to the table and be able to present it. Like, I feel like this movie can really speak to mainstream audiences and it, anyone will like it. You know what I mean? So it's like... Yeah. I mean, yeah, a great point. Hence the it's easily digestible because it doesn't yeah. really go to any extreme. It stays very, honestly very safely in the middle. Maybe that's why a lot of people like it. Like looking out there on, you know, on Twitter and on Facebook and stuff like that. People loved this movie. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure why. Um, so once this gets released, like folks, definitely let me know. Let us know. Why did you love Fresh? Because a lot it's hitting very positively with what it seems like a lot of people. So, you know, I'm really glad for that. Um, mm. And if this is a directorial debut and people are loving it and I'm really happy about that, you know, sometimes you kind of have to play it safe to get your name and your foot in the door, especially for women. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Instead of going like super dark or super campy, because that those are risky places to go. So I get that. The other thing, this movie is two hours long. <laughs> I did not gonna, think it needed to be two hours long. Um, just the pacing, it just, it just was a bit too long for me. Mm. <laughs> There's that um, for me. But let's let's talk about the dating aspect of it because I think you're right. One of the main things that is very obvious that they're doing a commentary on or commenting on is the current modern dating scene. And essentially dating straight white men as well, but definitely straight men. It's an absolute nightmare. And I've been on the dating apps a lot in the last five years, been on a lot of dates, scrolled through, browsed through a lot. And it seems as though, I I don't know, are straight, straight men okay? Because before the pandemic, like it was a bit of a trash fire out there. But during and post, it's not even post pandemic, we're not even in a post pandemic life yet. But I feel like they... Are it's even like even worse. worse. Like they it's, yeah. have no yeah. idea how to conduct themselves in regular society and definitely not with talking with women. And it's that opening scene. I wish they I I kind of wish the movie would have given us maybe like a couple of more examples of like oh, yeah, the trash yeah. that is out there and the terrible experiences, because there are a lot of awful dating stories. I think out we there. got like, like 
two really good examples was Chad and then the guy sending the picture of the dog and all of a sudden be like, you, hey, you want to fuck, blah, 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 dick pic? And you're like, wow, I literally just said cute dog, what's his name? Oh, right. <laughs> yes, we do see that. So, you know what? That's fine. You know, I'll take it back. I forgot about that because it's so it's so quick. Um, yeah. So that's good because that's exactly what it's like, right? Yeah. She's trying to have a normal human conversation and we get unsolicited dick pics, which, folks, we don't want. I think we all, I can say as a general rule, women do not want unsolicited dick pics. Some people don't want them whatsoever. It's yeah. about consent. Ask, like, hey, I've got this oh not safe for work photo. Would you like to see it? If they say yes, cool. If they say no, that is an absolute no. Yes. For me. Always ask. Consent always. Ask. Always. <laughs> always ask. I sometimes do want them, especially if I know who they are. So yes, but always, definitely always ask. But the dating experiences is a nightmare. And like the opening scene of that guy, Chad, who I could strangle. Right? He's like, you know what? You'd look really great in a dress. And you know what? Oh my God. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Women knew about femininity back in the day. And I'm just like. How dare you? How, how bold dare you? How yeah. dare you? And how bold and blatant of you <sighs> to say that on this first date and like him giving his opinions of women's appearance that literally nobody asked for again yeah. reminds me of a scenario that I was in not that long ago about a, a man that I had gone on one one date with who talked about himself the entire time and it was very boring and I bailed which I normally don't even do oh wow but yeah. you know within 48 hours has given me his opinions about my appearance and change of appearance that I did oh, not ask for wow yes yeah yeah my unintentional weight gain he thought made me look really great and you know when I came at him with but I didn't ask for his opinion on my appearance and I didn't need his validation he said to me I was just trying to give you a compliment that is like, not a fucking compliment no that's absolutely not, not absolutely not it's like your hair looks lovely today that's a compliment yes so it's a it's a nightmare and you know dating apps are it's it and I think the other thing is like yeah it's a meat market out there quote unquote you know it's just like date dates or interviews it's it's you know if so we how can I put this I know and I've talked about this with a friend of mine numerous times but we know that sexuality is not a choice because if it was so many of us would not be choosing men I know that I probably wouldn't because <laughs> it's just awful out there and I don't know why they're not okay <laughs> yeah but what is what is wrong are you okay because this is just inappropriate and I and I love how this film goes both the angles with the modern dating with like apps and texting and stuff like that like you know she like, hasn't texted me yet or anything and then we go the old school just randomly yeah. meeting someone yeah. organically and you can tell yes. that Noah is like uncomfortable with that because she's like no one does this anymore like just chatting yeah. you up right like in my mind because yeah. I'm watching it be like in my mind be like oh shit this person's gonna murder me they're gonna follow me to my car like I get all these scenarios in my head mm. but then I also think the same way when I'm on dating apps so it's yeah. just like this constant like reality and fear of being a woman of just being out in the dating world because sure enough the guy she gets totally falls for completely ends up being a serial killer you know and <laughs> wants to eat her like wants to sell her flesh yeah. on the meat market literally yeah. and you're like yeah dear god it's like damned if you do and damned if you don't like i prefer an organic connection to be made but there's risks that come with all of that unfortunately and like you see that in the way that 
Molly um, starts engaging with Noah when she's learning about this guy. She's like, I don't even know his name. You haven't even shown him to me yet. Like, yeah. you know, she's already being like red flags. He's not on or social s- media. Black, black flag. Sorry. Red flag yeah. is not on social media. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, total red flag. Um, I really like how they are showing that she's caught up in NRE, but yet her intuition is like kicking in at points, but she's like, no, no, it's okay. I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to, you know, because she's already obsessing about how she's not being herself and she's worrying too much and she just needs to go with it when it comes to dating. But yet at the same time, too, her intuition is being like, hmm. Yeah. Something doesn't seem right about this, you know, this no cell signal, this going, just randomly going on a trip to a place somewhere. And so I really loved Molly and Noah's relationship. And I really loved how there was like those cues between them um, about like when, you know, she's texting her and she's like, I love you. And she's like, she's like, love you. And she's like, love you more. And that was like their instantly kind of, you know, so she knew right away that that wasn't Noah. And I was thinking about how that made me think about when we go on dates and I know I have a rule of thumb um, and I do this with uh, another friend of mine is whenever we were going I would go on dates whenever she goes on dates she texts me Mm. when she's like when she meets up with the person she lets me know where she's gonna be and then if things are going well she sends me a message like all good all good I'm not dead not with an axe murder and if you know um, and if not she sends me a text if things are not going well so far all things have gone well but that was like a rule of thumb I would have too it should be like text someone to let them know where I was gonna be and I was just Mm. like that's an idea that women have to think about which we shouldn't have to think about doing that but we do yeah you know yeah Yeah. no it's a really Mm -hmm. good point that's really sweet that you and your friend do that I definitely don't do that god you probably won't hear from me and then it's because god knows what's going to happen (laughs) well at least I know your schedule at some point so I'm like okay I know what Kelly's doing this week so if I don't hear from her in like a day or two I'm I'm concerned but (laughs) yeah because you know I just I remember once going oh it's going back like a decade ago where this guy that I had met we ended up dating for years that's Brandon and uh he like rolls into town with his friend he's like hey do you want to come back to St. Catharines a small city outside of Toronto do you want to like come back to St. Catharines with us I'm like sure I'm all, and I'm like driving all the way there and I was like I should probably tell somebody that I'm leaving yeah. town <laughs> So then I call my friend, Shannon. She was like, this is really great. I'm glad that you called me. But like, you know, I just do. I just roll with it. You know, I'm surprised Mm. I haven't put I haven't been in situations that were really dangerous before because I just I just uh, I go with it. Um, Yeah. But uh, another thing about, you know, it's some details in it, like that kind of stuff was was really, really good to see. I did enjoy that. Um, When Noah was walking home after that date, her putting the keys through her fingers. And I was like, folks, we do that. We do that that all the time because that is going to be our method of protection and our weapon, you know, Mm -hmm, and she mm -hmm. she ended up being fine. But that's what we do. And I love seeing those kind of details because men don't realize the the thoughts that we go through and the things that we go to go through to protect ourselves. Well, yeah, especially like when Molly starts investigating into Steve and his family, she, you know, is texting the guy Ray the whole time being like, this is what's happening and sends her location, stuff like that. So she she did everything proactively to make sure she was going to get help or to be looked out to be, I don't want to say be saved. What I I liked about this film is that at the end of the day, it was the women saving women. It was the women helping each other and not as much as I would love for Ray to come in and be like, yeah, I'm going to save you and stuff like that. Like. He was like, no, black man is not going into that house. Nope. I'm leaving. Which of I'm course. like, you know what? 
Good idea. Yes. Good on. Good on you. Yes. <laughs> he also has his intuition. It's yes. <laughs> we keep bringing this up, but it's true. He's like, nope, this is not safe for me. Yeah, because yeah. it wouldn't have been. Exactly. Um, and he's going to leave. <laughs> but you're right. She was safeguarding and trying to at least leave a trail because she's like, again, woman, woman of color, going. She doesn't. This is not a safe environment. She's got. Her instincts are telling her that something is not right, which she was absolutely correct. Unfortunately, she gets caught up in it. But then fortunately, yes, these women band together. And I think some of the strongest moments of the film, besides the relationship between Molly and Noah, was the character of Noah. Um, I liked her a lot. You know, even though I think the overall the film was kind of weak, I thought her character was quite great and just looking at some of the some of the best scenes I feel like in the movie were when she was trying to get close to Steve while she was captive yep. because the the amount of like mental fortitude it would take for her in that scenario to do yeah. what she needed to do to survive was very inspiring and I liked that a lot. Yeah, and I like that she continued talking with Penny and having the conversations, like still kind of like it's a terrible situation they're in and it's not normal at all, but still kind of normalizing that connection with another woman and just like kind of keep each other together. And I like how they have their moments of like, this is what we're going to do to him when we get him. We're just going to fucking beat the shit out of him. Like, you know, and so it was like, once again, it's that that sisterhood and women women helping women aspect of it and especially that yeah. there was one line that really hit me when Noah's talking about you know it's all her fault that she's found herself in this situation and you know women should not have to be afraid of such a thing and like Penny's like it's not your fault it is theirs it is always yes. theirs and I was like yes 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 it is yeah. always their fault that we are it in is. these situations because we shouldn't have to be in these situations but yeah. you know he- here we are yeah no I liked that a lot too and we know that the uh, Melissa was her name who she's like Penny's oh. like oh well she she's lost it she's she's gone and you know if you keep everybody talking keeping them kind of sane and building a friendship or at least some kind of bond in this terrible situation you know was and it she was goes great. back for her which is awesome yep. like she goes back and saves Absolutely. Penny and the and the three of them are all together yep. and at the end yep. and I was really interested in the character of Anne because mm. Well, it th- okay. So when it when it started and you saw her, I was like, oh, was she one of the women who like survived and became like, his wife? Like she's clearly this woman who is created because he's a plastic surgeon and she lo- clearly looks like she's had work done and stuff like that for the film, not the, for the film, the actress, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, she looks like a victim herself because she clearly knows what's happening. She's not happy in the situation. But then, so I was like, oh wow, maybe she's a part of that. But when she turned on them at the end, I actually liked that because I was like yes, this is pointing out another fucking problem. And I love when Mil- Molly at the end of the movie like hits her and says, bitches like you are the fucking problem. I'm like, yes, yep. women who support this patriarchal mm-hmm. cannibalization of women, this like, you know, the, the female Trump supporters, like those women who yeah. are not sitting with their sisters and helping us get rid yeah. of this problem. They are part of the problem. And I really Absolutely. liked it because a lot of films don't do that. A lot of films yeah. be like, well, still sympathize with her because you know she's just as much as a victim as everyone else like yeah we get it but she's also part of the problem and it needs to be that needs to be addressed as well yeah for sure for sure and she has a choice and the choice she made was to be with this rich hot guy and you know just live the dream live the american dream you know and that that was her choice yeah, knowing yep. that these women were literally being murdered and sent to, you know, the richest of the richest to eat them, like, you're like, yep. what the yep. fuck? 
Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it was, again, predictable when it turned out that she was a part of the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Like, great, you know? I mean, I'm glad they carried on with that and that she was also a terrible person and part of the problem. But maybe I would have liked to have seen her be oblivious to it. And maybe she Mm. was, like, helped by him. Because, you know, he mentioned that, you know, he does a lot of, like, more plastic surgery in the sense of, like, body modification instead of, like, the reconstructive stuff. Because she... Looks like maybe she was in an accident or something happened and maybe he saved her. And that's why, you know, maybe turning a bit of a blind eye when we're working late and and stuff like that. And this like picture perfect marriage. But then she was part of the problem the whole time. So it's, you know, it's interesting. Yeah, like I did have an idea of like, well, maybe because there was that point where Noah is reading the magazine and there's a line from Sam Mm -hmm. that says, if you're reading this, this means he likes you. And at one point I was like, oh, maybe Anne is actually Sam. And like he did all kinds of plastic surgery to change her and stuff like that because she was the one who had fallen in love with him. And he realized like, oh, she's just like me. Um, But then she ended up just being just a random woman and not one of his uh, (laughs) not one of his direct victims. Yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, oh, well, that's a little exactly. disappointing, but and I think um, it still worked for what I wanted to see at the end. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely is suited and it all kind of wrapped up nicely with regards to that. I don't know if you noticed, but there were a few times, I think twice in this movie, where there were images of a goat head and I thought it was going to go yes. this like occult yep. or satanic route and it didn't. But I was like, was that meant to be? Was it just too subtle? Maybe that is still a theme, but there was some aspects of that but then it didn't go anywhere it was like on his logos like the logo of the of the goat of the goat head and i was just like i remember seeing that being like oh now we're associating satanism with cannibalism like that's that's not yeah. fair <laughs> like I was oh like, it definitely isn't it definitely isn't but i wasn't sure how they would even fit it in but it just yeah. seemed weird because in my mind that I'm like, okay, well, then you're saying the riches of the rich are all involved with Satan. And then we've get this like yeah. Christian allegory <laughs> thing happening, which I don't want to yeah. go there because we and know they're that's all reptilians. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe they were going to do something with that. Or maybe I'm just like reading too much into it. But I mean, I noticed it. I'm going to notice a goat head. I'm going to notice some satanic imagery. It's who I am. But nothing happened with it. So that's fine. I think one of my... <laughs> Besides my real life experience and also watching a lot of horror movies and after watching this movie and then after watching Promising Young Woman um, last month, when after I watched that, I deleted all my dating apps and I'm not I'm probably never going to go on them again. Only organic connections from now on. Um, But romance is horror. And I am a firm believer in in that, that romance is horror. We have so many movies that play with the idea of romance and getting involved with people that end terribly. And then we know what real life is like. And yeah, romance is horror. Yeah. For me, after watching this film, I was just really like just on the idea of like, this is once again an example of showing how the patriarchy is always cannibalizing women. If if we're not being treated as like objects or sex Mm -hmm. objects, we're literally being cut apart and mm-hmm. sold to the riches to be fed off of yeah. and you know and that's just always going to happen like and this is what constantly happens to women if it's not within if it's happening within um fighting for equal pay or just our reproduction rights mm-hmm. all kinds of things as like we're constantly having to be under threat yeah. and it and it's and it's always our bodies at the end of the day it always comes down to our bodies mm-hmm. we have to give pieces of ourselves literally yeah. in this movie but 
in in real life, you know, metaphorically and whatever, we have to give pieces of ourselves to so many different aspects of society that... And it was really interesting because considering last month we did Raw and we talked about the idea of cannibalism and having kind of like a sexual component to it and stuff like that. And I remember thinking about this watching, thinking about that watching the film, being like, okay, well, there are aspects of people who there is a, a more of a sexual identity to it or even mm-hmm. like... Um, a different type of fetish to it. It doesn't necessarily have to always do with power, but where in this film, Steve talks about it being about power and about consuming mm-hmm. our uh, others and getting that idea of complete utter surrender from someone, and he loves it. And it's like, well, of course, this comes from a hetero cis white male who, of course, wants submission. And of course, if eating something or someone is that is that idea of submission, of course, yeah, he's going to enjoy ultimate. that. The ultimate, the ultimate yeah. form. The ultimate power dynamic. Yeah, and the ultimate. Absolutely. Yeah, the ultimate power dynamic. The ultimate way of subjugating women is literally consuming their flesh. Yeah. So agreed. Agreed. Um. So, uh, any final thoughts? And would you recommend people watch this movie? So my final thoughts is I enjoyed this film. I enjoyed it for what it did to be presented to a main um, audience. Because honestly, there are themes in it that if anyone's interested in watching more of those themes, they can go ahead and explore that those subgenres more if they want to know more you know yeah and if, if they want more of the campy horror if they want more of like the actual cannibalism horror you know we can you know we could take you down that route um but i did enjoy it it was a nice fresh take for 2022 um with uh dating the dating scene and cannibalism in the mainstream you know considering we got texas chainsaw massacre that didn't have any cannibalism whatsoever in 2022 so yeah and I've already recommended it to two other people who Mm. uh, are not huge horror fans but I'm like you know what this is like a perfect kind of like introductory film for you to watch how about yourself um final thoughts is you know I thought it was weak but relatively entertaining and fun you're right like it's it's kind of horror light everything very light so if people aren't really fans of stuff that's too dark too gruesome too horrific too spooky then it would work well for them sure um I would say if you're bored check it out But for me personally, I would never watch it again. Also, if living in the real world didn't make me lose interest in dating men, then horror movies definitely have done the trick. (laughs) (laughs) Oof and woof. (laughs) Yeah, so super, super brand new movie for us to check out. Glad that we did. And uh, not sure where we're going to head to next. Probably Spinster versus Spinster in a couple of months. But yeah, I guess until then, folks... Bye. Bye.